Last week uh, we reflected on the flesh that is within us. The flesh is not just our body, but it is our dark self, shadow self. We cannot get rid of it or remove it from us. It torments us and paralyzes us. Even though we don't like it, that is us. It's like our self is attacking us. So, so far as the flesh is concerned, we are powerless. We cannot do anything about it because it attacks me and myself is attacking me and I don't have any resource to deal with it. So knowing that we are powerless about the flesh, Jesus gave us the spirit and now through the power of the spirit, the power of the flesh cannot control us anymore. It is there within us, but it cannot dominate our lives. Now we are in the spirit, not in the flesh. And Mina, thank you for sharing your thoughts uh, with me this uh, morning uh, uh, while you're walking uh, the dog about the sermon and also songs that uh, you shared. Uh, definitely I will hear that. Uh, the Eminem and uh, Justin Bieber, uh, the, the monsters. So, I mean, it is important that we reflect on the world, what is going on around us. Uh, we, we cannot be insulated. We cannot insulate ourselves within Christian circle. We have to, I mean, it is, isn't it wonderful to, to gather together gather every week like this and we hear beautiful songs and we praise, we do praise and then uh, we meditate and on our life. Uh, we meditate on God's word and meditate on God and how God is involved in our lives. So it is very important for us not only just to listen and forget but reflect on it and reflect on our life in that way. So last week we talked about the flesh but today I want to talk about another big dilemma that we are dealing with in our lives. It is not a problem of the flesh. Now the problem is not just within us. The problem is outside us. It is within our society, not just personally within me, but it is within our society. And that is the problem of the evil problem of the evil. To help us to deal with this problem of the evil, Jesus gave us this parable. And this parable, I think, has a, a very good insight about the evil that we are dealing with. Let us look at the parable again. And someone sowed the good seed in his field but when the plants came up and bore grain, the weeds also appeared as well. So the servant asked this question. Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? Very important question. The world God created was good. God created earth and sea, and he said it was good. 
God created plant and fruit, and He said it was good. God created sun and the moon, and He said it was good. God created fish and birds of the air, and He said it was good. God created animals, and He said it was good. And at the end, God completed His creation by creating human beings, and He said it was good. And yet, the world we live in is not always good. There is evil, suffering, hardships, agony, and sadness is far from being good. So we ask the same question: Master, did you not so? Good seed in your field. Where then did these weeds come from? It's a question to all of us. All of us deal with struggle with this question. Jesus did not have the utopian eyes to look at the world. Jesus did not see you and your life with the utopian eyes. He was not fooled by what looked good on the surface. He saw everything as it was, and Jesus saw the evil working in the world. Jesus saw the evil working in what looked like a holy place and holy people. Jesus saw the evil working in your personal life. Jesus saw the power of evil. He saw the intrinsic nature of evil. He saw that the evil is intricately connected with the good. They're intertwined. The good and evil are intertwined and entangled. When we look at ourselves, we recognize too. We are not just always good. There is evil within us, and Saint Paul saw that very clearly. He said, "I'm not doing the good that I want to do, but I'm doing exactly the opposite of the good that is evil. That I keep doing it." So he saw the entanglement of good and evil within us, and there's entanglement of good and evil in the society, in everything. Around us, money is good when it is used for good purpose, helping out those who are in need. But at the same time, the evil is right there, and it uses money to destroy relationships. It takes away the even humanity. Even brothers and sisters get separated and fight with each other when the money is involved. Religion is good. When it helps people to live with goodness and generosity, but at the same time, evil is right there. It corrupts our mind and uses the religion to create discrimination, words, and bigotry. Everything. We don't just see the good; we see both 
good and evil, and they are very much deeply connected and intertwined and entangled. That's why Jesus said this. The servant came to uh, the owner thinking that he had solution. Then should I take out the weed, uh, the, the, the weed? And this is what Jesus said. No. For in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the weed along with them. Don't do that. Don't do that. He thought, okay, I can go out to the field and take out the weeds. Simple. Should I do that? That's the answer, right? When you have problem with your life, just take out the evil within you. And then that's a simple answer. And Jesus, no, 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 don't do that. Because at the bottom, at the root level, the weeds and wheat are connected. If you are trying to take out the weeds, then from the uh, bottom, even the wheat will be plucked out. Don't do that. Don't do that. So it's not as simple. Evil in our lives or in the world is not something that you can easily or naively take out. It can be quite dangerous when you do that. That's what the Pharisees did. They defined narrowly what was good and what was evil. They used the law to define it. Then they separated the righteous people from the sinful people. Unfortunately, they put Jesus in the category of a sinner. And they saw Jesus' work as evil. And their, their way of dealing with the evil was to get rid of it. So they crucified Jesus on the cross by getting rid of the evil. They thought that they would do good to the good. So it can be quite dangerous. Then what do we do? What do we do as Christians? Do we do nothing? Just helplessly let the evil play its game? Jesus tells us one thing very, very clear. That one thing very clear message is that ultimately the evil will not prevail. That's Jesus' message. Ultimately, the evil will not prevail. The evil will not overcome the good there will be a consequence of the evil. This is what Jesus said. At harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. And then he told uh, the disciples, he gave, them the, gave them the meaning of what he said. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so it will be at the end of the age. 
The Son of Man will send his angels and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. And they will throw them into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Let anyone with ears listen. In the end, the evil will be punished. The good will win. Keep that in mind. We have confidence in this ultimate victory. We persevere hardships, difficulties, because in the end, God will restore the good. We pursue the good even though we lose something because ultimately the good will win. And St. Paul said this, I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work, good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. The good will be finished with the victory in the end. That's why even though it is difficult, it is inconvenient for us, even if it is lost for us, we follow, we pursue what is good because ultimately the good will win and the evil will lose. We'll still sow the good seed even, even though the evil is out there. That was what Job did. Even though he was a righteous man, Many evil things happened to him. His prosperous and abundant life was taken away. His seven sons and three daughters were taken away. His flocks destroyed. His servants slaughtered. He was all alone. Now he was attacked uh, on his skin. He was smitten by, uh, with a skin disease. He had nothing left. But Job never lost his hope in God. My friends, the evil always brings suffering. Suffering is not evil. Suffering itself is not evil, but the evil always brings suffering. But not only suffering it brings, it also cuts you off from the source of hope. That's what the evil does. Not only evil gives us suffering, but it cuts you off from the source of hope. John Swinton said in his, that in his, in his book, Raging with Compassion, Pastoral Responses to the Problem of Evil. The primary message of the book of Job, he said, is not how can a loving God allow this to happen to an innocent sufferer? That's not the question. How can a loving God do that? That's not the question. The real, the question, yes, question is, how can human beings continue to love God in the midst of evil? That's a question we have to ask. When you go through suffering, Hardships. The question is not, how can a loving God do this to me? That's not the question. The real question is, how can I live in this evil society as a loving person? How can I still believe in loving God? That's the question that we have to ask ourselves. 
So resisting the evil it is, is to continuously live, to love, to believe, to hope. Even when evil things are happen to us, only way to resist the evil is to believe, hope, and love. This is what Jesus did on the cross. That is the message of the cross. On the cross, Jesus said this, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. Into your hands, I commit my spirit, myself. It is done. In the climax of the evil, Jesus still hoped. Jesus still believed. Jesus still loved. So ultimately, you are saved not because you believe in Jesus Christ. You are saved because of the faith of Jesus Christ. That is the faith of Jesus Christ. Jesus showed on the cross. He, to the end, he believed. To the end, he hoped. To the end, he loved. That is how you fight the evil. That is how you resist the evil. That's the message of the cross. In the end, my friends, we know that the good will win. For a while, it looks like the evil is winning. But in the end, the good will win. Pursue what is good. Don't pursue what is beneficial to you. Do not pursue what is comfortable to you. Pursue what is good. Then you are in good hands. Your life will end in goodness. As God created you to be. Don't ever go sideways. Always focus on what is good and follow that. And you'll be alright. You may go through hardship difficulties, but pursue what is good. Your life will be all right.